0: Hello, and welcome to The Marketing Guide with me, your host, Saurah Mahani. This is the podcast that helps make marketing simple for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Each week, we bring you bite sized actionable tips, strategies, and hacks to help grow your business online. If you're ready to do the work and grow your online presence and you want to stand out in a crowded space, then you're in the right place. Now, let's get going today's episode. Enjoy the show. Hello there and welcome to The Marketing Guide. It's me, your host, Sora O'Mahony. On this week's episode of the podcast, we are talking about a topic that affects a lot of small business owners. So we are talking about procrastination and what, what are some of the reasons why you procrastinate and how you can overcome it. So if it's something that you feel that you struggle with and something that you feel that you're kind of wondering, why do I put that off? Why do I sit down and binge watch Netflix when I really need to work on my accounts? Or what are the reasons why? Then this episode will help you understand why. And I'm giving you solutions to each of these. I have five reasons. And I'm giving you ways that you can overcome your procrastination and move out of that procrastination zone. So before we get going with the episode, I just want to remind you to subscribe so you get a notification when we release a new episode every week. Also, if you haven't got a chance to leave a review and you would like to do so and get a free shout out on this very podcast, just visit laurelmahony.com. All the details are there on how you can leave a review. You can do it if you've got an Apple device or if you've got an Android device, you can do it on both of those. There's different methods and all of those are explained on that page lauramahoney.com forward slash podcast. Also don't forget to follow us on Instagram it's at themarketingguide.co or you can follow us on at lauramahoney.com as well but themarketingguide.co is where we will be posting all of our content going forward for the Marketing Guide podcast. So we all know that feeling of having looming deadlines or a big project to finish and you tell yourself I'm going to start it straight away the minute you find out the deadline and start at that straight away I started this evening and but before you know it you're scrolling Facebook or you're watching Netflix or you're cleaning out your wardrobe you're literally doing anything else but the task that you need to do and then when you do eventually start it or you do eventually settle down to do the task you feel under pressure and you're struggling then to meet that deadline And we've all been there at one point or another. We've all been on that struggle bus. I know I have many, many times. But have you ever questioned why you do this and what could cause that procrastination and how could it be holding you back in your business and slowing your growth? So in this episode of The Marketing Guide, we delve into five reasons why you procrastinate and how you can finally overcome it and stop letting it get in the way of growing your business. So let's get straight into it, no fluff, no um, talking for 20 minutes before we get into the tips. Let's get straight into it. Here are the five reasons why you procrastinate. Number one is that you feel overwhelmed. So we all know that feeling of being completely and utterly overwhelmed. You have so much to do, you have so much on your plate, and it's times like these when you actually procrastinate the most. And why is this? It happens because you've so much to do, you don't know actually where to start and you stay stuck and then you like binge watch Netflix or if you're like me, you're in a heap on the bed, you scroll scrolling TikTok and you're unable to move and you feel like you just can't get started. So what can you do when you're feeling completely overwhelmed? The first step is to get out a pen and paper and just write everything down, everything that's going on in your head. Do a massive brain dump and get it all out onto paper. So getting it out of your head once and for all. And once you've got everything down, it's time then to break it down and to prioritise. So you can break it down into three different categories. So this is what I like to do. I'm not saying you have to do this, but it helps me because then I can prioritise the three different categories. So I have a work category, I have a personal category, and then I have a household category. So I find it really handy because then I don't have a massive list and I find it less overwhelming. So maybe I have five items on each of those. So rather than having a list of 15 items, I actually have a list of five, five, and five. And it just makes it feel a lot less overwhelming. So once you've broken it all down, then start with the most important thing on each list first and tackle that head on. So of those three lists, so you've work, you've personal and you've, um, household which one of these is the most important out of all those 15 things that are on that list if you've got five on each pick the most important thing and start working on that first then work on the next most important thing and the next most important thing and then again go go through all those and categorize and pick which is the next most important thing and keep doing that until you're at the bottom of the list and what will happen is you'll be surprised once you start working on those items on the list you start to tick off items Way, quickly, way more quicker than you would if you were trying to tackle a big list of 15 items. Um, so once you've broken it all down, the most important thing is just to tackle it head on and make some progress. So say for example, you have to get all your account stuff ready for your accountant for the end of the year. So you could do one small task, like today I'm just gonna print off my invoices. Then the next day you could gather all your receipts and so on and so forth. And before you know it, you've completed that big task that you've been putting off and procrastinating on. Um, And then that procrastination, it doesn't become an issue anymore because you've actually worked on it. You've actually made some progress on it and you've gained confidence then because you're saying, "Ah, that wasn't as hard as what I thought. So one thing that I like to do when I have a big task like that, like prepare my accounts for end of year. What I like to do is give myself little rewards. So say at the end of printing off all my invoices, I'm gonna watch 10 minutes of my favorite show on Netflix or at the end of printing off the invites, I'm gonna go make myself a nice coffee and sit out the back for 10 minutes. So by giving yourself that little bit of a reward, it's an incentive for you to complete the task as well. It's just something that I like to do. It's not something that I'm saying you have to do, but it does give you a bit of a reward as well. And it gives me motivation to do it and stop putting it off. And then chances are that if I was procrastinating anyway, I will be thrown down on the sofa watching that favorite show but I would be feeling really guilty and I would not be enjoying it because I know I have stuff to do. So do the thing and then give yourself that little bit of an incentive or a little bit of a reward. Another thing to note is that we often put pressure on ourselves and put self-imposed deadlines and don't give ourselves enough time on things. So I used to do this all the time. I'm like literally so guilty of it. I would literally, a, a client would ask me to do something. I'd be like, have it done for you tomorrow. And I would put myself under a lot of pressure I wouldn't have boundaries in place for myself and it would be keeping everybody as happy, but I was miserable. So by being aware of how much time that you actually need for something and the deadlines that you're imposing on yourself, you're going to be better able to manage those deadlines and better able to manage your time as well and say, Well, actually That's something that's going to take me two hours to do. So I won't have a back to you today. I'm not going to have a back to you tomorrow. I'll have a back to you by Friday, whatever it might be. Um, And if you schedule too much altogether as well, you're going to end up being overwhelmed. You're going to end up being burned out and then you're not making any progress and you're really stuck in that procrastination zone. So that's something just to be aware of Are you putting yourself under pressure to get stuff done for other people? And are you not putting boundaries in place to protect yourself and to protect your work as well? So that is number one. You're feeling overwhelmed. That's why you're procrastinating. Number the second reason why you're procrastinating is because you're feeling distracted. So at this stage, it must be every week on the podcast that I talk about how busy or how noisy our world is. It's literally a series of pings, whooshes, and beeps all day long. A ping come ping comes into us and we've clicked on it might be like a Facebook notification about our friend's birthday um and then we go to Facebook we wish them happy birthday and before we know it we've been scrolling mindlessly for 30 minutes and we really can be slaves to our phones and to those pings those whooshes and those beeps and they can control us if we let them so, what can you do if you're feeling distracted? The first thing is to start by creating a focused environment for yourself. So, turn off the radio if you've got the radio blasting in the background or if you've got, you know, kind of really loud music in the background. Put your phone on, do not disturb. Put on some music for concentration, there's so many, or music for focus, there's so many lists on Spotify that you can find, I love those, I think they really, really help me. I also like to light a candle as well, that's something that kind of just helps me to kind of feel relaxed and feel calm and try and get focused. So once you've decided on the task that you want to make progress on, you can break it down into four or five smaller tasks, you can say, right, step one, this, step two, and break it down into that. Then estimate how long each of those smaller tasks are going to take and then set a timer and start working on the first one. So chances are you'll have it probably done in a quicker time because you're setting that time aside to focus. You're not being distracted by all this noise, all these emails coming in, all this. You're just concentrating on this one particular thing. So after 30 minutes, then make sure you take a break um, in between those. Just give yourself even two minutes. Just have a stretch. Rest your eyes. Maybe even just... Kind of focus on that concentration music. Give yourself that couple of minutes before you get back into the next part of the task. And once you get momentum on a task like this, it's easy to keep going. And you will build your confidence then as you've completed that one part of the task. And you're going to realise that thinking about the thing is actually way harder than actually doing the thing. The thing is a lot easier than we build things up in our mind and we think they're really really hard. So when we are intentional with our focus and when we create space for us to work in a calm and free of distractions environment it brings us into something called a flow state so a flow state is defined by this according to the headspace um, app it's a sense of fluidity between your body and your mind where you're totally absorbed by and deeply focused on something beyond the point of distraction so times like this it feels like it has time is slowed down your senses are heightened, you're at one with the task at hand, as action and awareness sink to create an effortless momentum. So some people describe this feeling as being in the zone. You'll have heard people refer to it as that. Um, This is the flow state and it's accessible to everybody, whether you're engaged in a physical activity creative pursuit or even a simple day-to-day task so that's what a flow state is and if you want to enter into that you need to quiet all those noise and quiet all those distractions and really give yourself that space and give yourself that um bit of peace to go and focus on the task that you have to do and the task is going to be so much easier then because you're in that flow state so that is number two the second reason why you procrastinate is because you're feeling distracted The third reason why you procrastinate is because you are suffering from burnout. So when you are suffering from burnout, it can be really hard to focus on anything, anything at all. Everything feels like an uphill battle and it's not possible for you to make any progress because you're simply burnt out. So what exactly is burnout? The word burnout was first coined by psychologist Herbert Freudenberger in 1974. His description of burnout is a depletion are exhaustion of a person's physical or mental resources attributed to his or her prolonged yet unsuccessful striving towards an unrealistic expectations internally or externally derived. Also, the extinction of motivation or incentive, especially where one's devotion to a cause or relationship fails to produce the desired results. So that's what it is. There are some signs of burnout like irritability, weakened immune system, exhaustion, brain fog and forgetfulness. neglect and self-care i actually covered this entire topic in detail in episode 68 of the marketing guide which i will link in the show notes below as well definitely go and have a listen to that if you haven't listened to it because it's really good i cover the signs of burnout and i cover ways that you can recover from burnout as well lots of different go into detail on that topic if you're suffering from burnout then you're going to procrastinate on a big scale. You don't have the energy to complete those tasks that you need to do, and you just don't know how you can tackle everything when you're feeling this way. The best you can do if you're experiencing burnout and you're procrastinating, is to prioritize your self-care and your recovery, first of all, above all else. This is something that I have suffered a bit on and off for years. I kind of recognize it now. I know when I'm coming to the stage of burnout and I know to kick in and I have certain things that I do to look after myself to make sure that I don't actually end up in that stage. But it does still happen sometimes. I just kind of, things get let go and you let go of prioritizing your self-care and you kind of focus on work and then before you know it you're at that stage of burnout. Um take small little steps to alleviate some of the pressure off yourself and to take away that kind of guilt as well. So some things that you can do is like if somebody's waiting on an email back from you just reply to them with two two sentences. You don't have to send them a perfect email. Reply to them and say I'm really I know that I'm supposed to get back to you about such and such a thing But I'm, um, you know, this is going on at the moment. Um, Is it okay if I get back to you next week? And then, you know, that person, you've gone back to them. They know they were expecting to hear from you. They've heard from you. And chances are they'll come back and say, yeah, that's fine. No problem. Come back to me when you're ready. And at least you've taken action on that and you're not mentally writing the email in your head 50,000 times and never actually sending it and they're not hearing from you and then you're stressing out because you're like, oh, they're going to be calling me now, they're going to be ringing me, I'm not able for this. But by taking that small piece of action, you've alleviated that stress from yourself. You've done the action, you've gone back to the person, like you said, you would get back to them. They mightn't have got the answer that they were hoping for, but we're all human at the end of the day and we do really have to prioritise our own health. Um. So that's one thing that you can do is just pop off a couple of emails. If people are waiting to hear back from you, I will be back to you next week. Something has come up, whatever it might be, or however you want to word it. And um, the next thing is to do a brain dump. Get everything out of your head. Just write it all down on paper. I'm telling you, is one of the best things that you can do if you're feeling overwhelmed. is just get out a A4 sheet of paper and a pen and just write everything down. And all of a sudden you have this like weight off your shoulders. You're feeling so much better because you're like, it's all on paper now. I can actually kind of make a plan when I'm feeling a bit better. I can tackle that. If you're feeling burnt out as well, it's important to ask for support from your friends and family as well and get them involved and get them to give you that bit of support in that time that you need as well and let people know how you're feeling as i said i do cover this in detail on that episode so go back and have a listen to that if you haven't got a chance when you are actually experiencing burnout you're in the opposite of a flow state everything feels really really hard it's like being stuck in like say treacle like or like um caramel And you're in a pair of wellies and you're like trying to make small little steps. And every time you go to take a step, it it feels so hard. It's just so much resistance there. It's hard to move that one tiny bit. That is definitely a big reason for procrastination is when you are burnt out, you're going to procrastinate. You're not going to be able to take action on those. So definitely prioritize your self-care, get yourself better. And then you're going to be able to tackle things with more energy. You're going to come back to it and you're going to smash it. It's going to be no bother to you at all. So let's move on then to the next reason why we procrastinate. And that is number four. It's because you are a perfectionist. So I am so guilty of this one. I used to suffer so bad with perfectionism, but as I've said on other episodes of the podcast, I am in recovery now. I'm a recovering perfectionist. Um, And I've learned that imperfect action is better than no action at all. I literally had to fight with this one, like my whole entire life. I just remember being a kid. I remember being in school and I remember like drawing and like, crumbling up the paper because it wasn't right it didn't look right the you know the, the lines weren't straight and i would get really frustrated and it was just pure perfectionism that's what it was um according to the website very well mind a perfectionist is defined as someone who has a personality that strives for flawlessness flawlessness <laughs> sorry um this is often accomplished through fixating on imperfections trying to control situations working hard and or being critical of their self or others. So some traits of perfectionists include things like all or nothing thinking, being very critical of themselves, setting unrealistic standards or goals for themselves, focusing on the end result and not the journey, fearing uh, failure, and lastly, procrastination. So you might think it doesn't make sense for someone who is a perfectionist to also be a procrastinator, but these two definitely go hand in hand. And because they are a perfectionist they then tend to procrastinate because they put things off because they want to have it done perfectly and they don't want to do it at all if it's not done perfectly and they'll wait for the perfect time or the perfect set of circumstances but they never come so then the thing doesn't actually get done at all it gets put off or then it gets done at the last minute under pressure. If you are a perfectionist and that's making you procrastinate then don't worry you can't actually overcome it. The first thing to do is to become comfortable with taking small uncomfortable action. So doing things that you're not doing them perfectly, you're not doing them 100%, you're doing them to maybe 90% and being okay with that. Next, become aware of your perfectionistic tendencies. Um, once you have awareness, you can make changes around it. Just because you've labelled yourself as a perfectionist, or you've been a perfectionist your whole life, it doesn't mean you have to stay that way. Um, you too can become a recovering perfectionist, just like me. <laughs> and how you do that is by doing things like setting more attainable goals, allowing yourself to make mistakes and create B plus work. And um, B plus work is work that um gets done. It's not perfect but it's done and that's all that matters. Uh, If you're constantly trying to attain A plus results and you're constantly trying to create A plus work, then you're going to get exhausted. You're going to get burnt out. And that is why you procrastinate on the work rather than doing it because it's exhausting trying to create A plus work. It's actually so tiring. And I used to just find it so, so hard and to put things out because I'd be like it has to be perfect it has to look this way it has to be that way and it just the task would become overwhelming a thing that should really take me an hour would take me five hours because I would be trying to get it absolutely perfect so be okay with creating B plus work and you know not going to all the way to 100% all the time being okay to go to 90% um so that is reason number four is that you are a perfectionist So the fifth reason why you procrastinate is because you are letting fear take over. So in business, one of the biggest things that holds us back is the small little four-letter word, and that is fear. We procrastinate because we are afraid of doing the thing wrong, the fear of saying the wrong thing, the fear of putting ourselves out there, the fear of it all not working out. So fear can be one of the major things that holds us back in business and one of the main reasons why we procrastinate. So fear actually has an important job. It keeps us safe. But when we fear something, we stay comfortable. And if we don't do the thing that we've been putting off and as a result, we don't grow and our business doesn't grow, then we're just playing into the hands of fear. So how do you overcome fear? So the first thing is to make fear your friend. Decide that you're going to do the thing, even if it feels scary. And even if you think about it and you're just like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do that. It's the most frightening thing to me ever. Think about how you're going to feel about it afterwards, after you've done it. So how many times have you watched TV and you see someone about to skydive and they're like screaming, they're scared as hell, they're like, I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. And then you see like footage of them when they landed on the ground and they're buzzing, they want to go back up and do it again. Why is this? It's because they felt the fear and they did the thing anyway just to kind of have a cheesy quote in there about fear. You can't you can't talk about fear and not have that cheesy quote in there. And now that thing is not so scary anymore because they've already experienced it and they know how it feels and they have grown as a person. So the same applies in business. You might think that going live on Instagram is the scariest thing that you could ever think about. And you don't actually take action and you don't do it because it's, you find it so scary. This is something that so many people like literally DM me and they procrastinate about this all the time because they think it's the scariest thing ever. Then like the skydive, you did it, you went live, you didn't die, although you have less chance of dying by going live on Instagram than you do by um going on a skydive, that's for sure. And you're buzzing then once you've done it and you can't wait to do it again because you're like, ah, oh, that wasn't as bad as what I thought. It becomes your new normal. So you've stretched yourself to do this and now you have to keep challenging yourself and you have to keep pushing yourself. So fear is going to keep us safe, but it also keeps us in our comfort zone. And you might have heard that saying that like a comfort zone is a beautiful place, but nothing ever grows there. So if you want to leave your comfort zone and enter the growth zone, then you need to make friends with fear. So here are five reasons why we procrastinate. Let's go over them again quickly. This is what we covered in today's episode of the podcast. The first reason you procrastinate is because you feel overwhelmed. The second reason is because you're feeling distracted. The third reason is you're feeling burnt out. The fourth reason is that you're a perfectionist. And the fifth reason is because you're letting fear take over. So if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love your feedback. You can leave a review on Apple or Android. And if you don't know how to leave a review, I've left the instructions on how you can do that at lauraomani.com for a slash review. All the links of everything that I talk about in the podcast episodes are in the show notes as well below. So if you just click on that on the show notes, you'll be able to find that. Or if you go to our Instagram, you can find the link for the podcast. You can go find all the old episodes there as well and go back and have a listen to them. Um. Also, you can drop me a DM on Instagram at lauraomani.com or themarketingguide.co. And if you've got a question that you'd like read out on the podcast or you want me to answer something or do an episode, cover something that you're struggling with or something that is a problem for you, then just pop me a DM on Instagram and I will come back to you and I will read your question out on air as well. And if you do submit a question to me, let me know what your business name is and your own name as well so that I can read that out on air as well. I give you a little bit of a shout-out for your business on this podcast. So if you want to drop me a dm on instagram or you want to chat you want to send me a voicemail just do that on instagram either of those accounts i'm active on both of those and i will come back to you as well and send you a reply so that's it for this week on this episode of the marketing Guide podcast i hope you have a great week ahead and i will see you in the next episode